I'm going to go ahead and say this one, Lindsay. Uh, this one was a story that you shared, if I'm not mistaken, and it may contain offensive content. <laughs> Very offensive, especially to me. Um, this was, let's see, eight months ago, I think. So when my little Remy second born was just like five months old. So you'll, you'll need to know that to listen to this. If you ever feel like you're getting like too proud of a person, just hang around with a kid. Yeah, they'll and, tell you the real deal. Yep, they're going to tell you what's up and they are not afraid to tell you how they really feel about you. So I had a baby five months ago. Yes, and, you did. And if you're familiar with how the body works, um, the body doesn't quite go exactly back to how it used to be pre-baby. Right, right, right. But I'm still on this, your baby's five months old. I know. Really? I know. Wow. I know. It's nuts. I mean, almost a half a year, which is mm. just crazy. So anyway, the other day we're uh, laying down in my daughter's bed. She's four and the five-month-old Remy's there too. And we're just kind of like talking and stuff. And Ruby, my four-year-old, looks over and she's like, your belly's big. Is there another baby in there? Oh, <laughs> the love. Where is this kid getting her manners? Here's the thing. She's usually so sweet yeah. and so nice. I know it. And that's what I'm saying is like, I really think she was just being honest in that moment. No filter. No filter. We are kind of t- talking about Remy, talking about the baby. And she just kind of looks at it like that doesn't look quite right. And I'm like, Ugh. what did you say? Well, she asked you if there was another baby in there. Well, so- first of all, I said, no, there's not. Okay. Okay. Let's just clear the air on that Got one. There's that. not Got another that. baby in there. And then I was just like, kind of like trying to change the subject. So you, you didn't use this as a teachable moment no. and say, Ruby, we don't say things like that. No, and it makes me nervous because you know how kids are in public. Like, it makes me nervous that she's noticing uh, bellies. Oh, I know. I mean, what is she going to say? I totally agree. We were just uh, somewhere two days ago and I saw a guy that had a funny looking nose. Okay. I mean, a funny looking nose. And I was just... Really nervous that my five-year-old was going to say something, and she didn't. So oh. I think prayer works in those moments. Oh, I hope prayer works. So they say that the one thing that really like hurts a marriage or really any relationship is coasting. So uh. this idea of, you know, it's not really necessarily like, oh, it's when people are super mean to each other or super whatever of each other. But it's when you kind of just coast and don't really try that things start going downhill. Um, It's the same is true with your relationship with God. So C.S. Lewis wrote this, relying on God has to begin all over again every day as if nothing had been done yet. Which, I mean, to some degree, I mean, that really is true. Every single day, I mean, nothing much has happened yet, except for, well, the fact that God gave you life and uh, you were able to wake up and have another day. Yeah. But whatever happened yesterday, you can kind of put it away and realize it was a good thing or a bad thing. Relying on God is kind of the uh, the direction we're going in today. Yeah, it's like we don't want to coast in our spiritual relationship with God. We don't just want to like be on autopilot. We really have to put that effort in 
And um, not like by our works that we're saved, it's totally him, but like that relying on him and that having hope and faith in him, like that's got to start over each and every morning. For some reason, Disney, they understand what it might be like to be home with kids all day, every day, not being able to go anywhere. So they've been, I'm so thankful for Disney Plus. Yeah, me too. Movies and shows and stuff uh, from Disney. And then you got um, the Disney sing-along that was on again last night. So they were having artists from all over the country sing Disney songs from their houses, which Ruby, my four-year-old, just freaked out, just absolutely loved it. <laughs> I bet. And now Disney Parks, uh, since nobody can go to the parks, which is super, super sad, um, they are releasing their Disney Parks recipes. Okay, so I'm trying to think what would be a Disney Park recipes when I think uh, when I think Disney. I don't. I mean, not, not any specific dish is going to come to mind. Maybe you need to help me out with this. Well, the only thing that really comes to my mind is the um, Mickey Mouse ice cream bar. The sure, you know, that's on the stick. But they they think they sell those now. I saw those at Target. Um, so this is a Disney Parks grilled cheese. So it's a three cheese sandwich. Basically, it's um it's some good bread, artisan bread. They got eight slices of cheddar, eight slices of provolone. And then here's the here's the two kickers, and this is probably what sets it apart. And you could put this on your grilled cheese for your kids today. They make a cream cheese spread. So they put cream cheese, shredded cheddar, heavy cream, and coarse salt for a cream okay. cheese spread. So that sets it apart. And then they make another spread that's a garlic spread. So this is mayonnaise, minced garlic, and more salt. So you put the garlic spread, the cream cheese spread, and like 16 slices <laughs> that they're calling for of different cheeses. And I'm like, this is a step above. Jonathan, you have to help me figure something out here. Okay. So I was so pumped because I got to go to the grocery store this weekend, trying only to go like every two weeks. So went to the grocery store. Store we have a new order in Illinois. You know, you they want you to wear a mask when you're out right, and about. Right, right. So found a mask. Wearing a mask, going to the grocery store, and I don't know how other people grocery shop, but when I grocery shop and someone looks at me, I kind of smile at them. I do a little, like a little, no teeth showing, not a not a huge smile, but just a little smirk, just to say okay, kind of hello. You don't wink or anything. I don't do the wink and I don't do the wave. I just kind of do like a little smirk smile. So the problem with wearing a mask when you're doing a smile is that they can't see it. Right. Okay. That would make sense. So I'm doing these smiles with a mask on and no one can see me. (laughs) And I'm like, wait, how am I supposed to kind of do like a high, a high moment if they can't see my smile. So I'm wondering if anybody's, you know, come up with something to kind of, you know, nod or, you know, we're, we're yeah, all together. Yeah, I was going to say, like, the, at least in these troubled times, this might be one time when women could adopt what guys have done for centuries and millennia. What's and that? that would be when they pass each other. It's just a quick nod. And it's not even a full nod down and up. It's just the down nod. It's like a tip oh. of the ha- head almost. Oh, okay. So it is a nod, but you're not going like all the way up and or all the way down and all the way up. It's just like a half nod. Yeah, it's just kind of a bloop, just down, and then that's the, what I would call a friendly acknowledgement, a uh, friend, friendly acknowledgement of another person's existence. Okay. And it works. I mean, it can be. Generally, I feel like I only do that for guys. I don't really nod at the women, but maybe the <laughs> ladies could start nodding at each other in their masks. That's, yeah, let's do it. What do you think about gray hair? I mean, I'm getting them. 
Are you really? Yeah, I like to call it blonde, but oh. if I'm really real with myself, I'm pretty sure it's not blonde. <laughs> I don't know when gray started being cool. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know, a few years ago. Yeah. I don't know if anybody remembers this name, but there was a guy by the name of Taylor Hicks. Oh, yeah. That one American Idol. Yeah, that's right. He had gray hair. And he was, I don't know, in his late 30s, I think. Gray hair. I like this kind of like rockabilly style. But for me, that was the moment when gray hair became cool. Yeah. When Taylor Hicks wins American Idol. And I'm like, I can't wait till my hair turns gray. <laughs> you know, Jonathan, do you remember? Like, I always see you from this angle, like from the side of your yeah, face, the yeah. profile. Mm-hmm. But one time Jonathan sent me like a video of himself, like from his straight on face. Yeah. And he had like a little <laughs> stubble, you know, on his beard. And I was uh-huh. like, whoa. I've never seen you from this angle. You have a little bit of gray in your beard. It's true. So that was <laughs> sort of the moment that my, all my, uh, cool. my hopes came true. Yeah. yeah. Well, why are we talking about gray hair this morning? That song about rescue from Lauren Daigle applies to the people. I mean, Jesus is the rescue uh, for people who are young, uh, people who are old. And I just thought this Bible verse is kind of awesome. Uh, it's from Isaiah 46, 4. And the Lord says uh, to his people, even to your old age and gray hairs, mm-hmm. I am the one that's going to sustain you mm. when you're young, when you're old. Um, I have made you. I will carry you. I will sustain you. And I will rescue you. Nice.